Podcast. It's your favorite cousin, Keona G, Mr. Key to the City, and we live this time, the first live of season three, so that's why shit was a little disarray, but it's all good. Y'all know Kimfo gonna pull it off either way, and uh, I appreciate everybody that's been supporting, commenting, liking, sharing, whatever you've been doing to support the podcast, you all appreciate it. Podcast. It's your favorite cousin, Keona G, Mr. Key to the City, and we live this time, the first live of season three, so that's why shit was a little disarray, but it's all good. Y'all know Kimfo gonna pull it off either way, and uh, I appreciate everybody that's been supporting, commenting, liking, sharing, whatever you've been doing to support the podcast, you all appreciate it, and um, uh, thanks to everybody that voted us as a finalist for Best of Jackson 2021. We ain't got the results back yet, but we just appreciate you. We were number two? 22. Oh, 2022, my bad. <laughs> you know, the pandemic done threw shit all off. Uh, y'all nominated us in 2020. We brought that thing home. Hopefully we can bring it home again in 2022. But either way, we appreciate y'all. And uh, just like with our last guest and previous guests, we're going to keep hitting you in the head with quality content. And uh, this episode is no different. I'm super excited about this episode. I got a true firecracker right here with me. Big speaker. That's why I titled it. That. Said, I noticed yeah. you said big speaker. Hey, because you're going to let it be known. We're going to find out a lot about her today. She's an author, entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur. She got her hands in all kinds of things. Uh, author of a book called I Hate White America. That's a pretty bold statement right there. We're going to find out more about that <laughs> and get straight wow. to the news on that. Uh, you probably heard her name come up during the recent mayoral campaign race. Uh, she got her hands dirty in that too. We're getting into all kind of stuff, man. That's why I call her the big speaker. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, without further ado, welcome to the city. My kid Poquette. Ashley Tose, what's going on, Queen? What's up, what's up, what's up? Thank you for having me. Make sure you speak out. Okay, I will make sure I speak out. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. I wish the weather was not Mm -hmm. so bad, but of course, when I have to do something, this happens. Yeah, that's how it always goes, but you know, we still pull it off either way. I'm glad you thought enough of me to stop by and give me an exclusive interview. (laughs) I hate to rub it in people's face, but it is what it is. Uh, you know, I give our keys to the city, so she's deservedly uh, due for hers, and that's why she's here today. So, Ashley, where are you originally from? I'm originally from Jackson. Born and raised? Born and raised. She a true Jew. Yeah, people always ask me, like, where are you from? And I'm like, where else would I be from? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't care that much if I was from another city, in all honesty. Why is that? Well, because, you know, I care a lot about where I'm from and the people who I grew up with and the condition of our city. So, um, not that I couldn't go somewhere else and care, but I wouldn't care more about any other place in the world than I do in Jackson. Facts, facts. We understand that. Now, as far as on the uh, 
author side. You've been writing since you was nine. Yes. When did you start writing at nine? I was writing poetry and I was writing um, movie schemes. I was writing songs. (laughs) I was writing quite a bit. I still write quite a bit. What got you into that? Um, really just self-expression. Um, I was somewhat of... Not the ugly duckling, but you know how you feel at home sometimes, like you're outside. Black sheep. Yeah, and so I would often just write to express myself and how I would feel. Mm. So I don't want to get right off into the book. You know, I want to talk about some of your other writing endeavors before you jumped into I Hate White America. Did you do anything before that? Not necessarily professionally as a book, but as far as... Well, I started writing that book when I was 16. So, yeah. um, I I did have other things that I was writing, but kind of the same thing, forest people, movie scripts, things like that. You got your hands in a lot of stuff though on the entrepreneur side. What sparked that entrepreneur spirit in Well, believe it or not, I've written a commercial for Tony Yarbrough. What? Yeah, so I ended up writing other Shout things. Um, I ended up writing uh, outlines for radio material, commercials, um, writing everything but <laughs> um, But as far as entrepreneurship, I never really wanted to work for anybody. I've always been really rebellious um, to the mundane uh, nine to five, go to work, go home. You know, I saw my mom do that, and she did a really great job with providing for us, but I always wanted freedom. And the only way you're going to truly have freedom with your day is if you're doing what you want to do to make your money. Controlling your time. Controlling your time. What was the first venture you stepped into? Oh, wow. I have to think all the way. Other than, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know, because... Me and my brother would do things like I've always been trying to buy lemonade. Yeah, like <laughs> we got <laughs> Yeah. Buy snacks from the store and take them to the school and sell them for the road. Uh, but then I started more so selling my ideas, doing business consulting, mm-hmm. and just helping people to branch out and explore what they're capable of and get paid to do that as well. Because I don't really want to be there to make every dollar that there is to be made. Okay. If you try to physically be there to make every dollar, you're not really a boss. Right. Because no real bosses, yeah, they wake up to their money. Exactly. Like, and <laughs> That's why I say it's the difference between being self-employed and being a business owner. Yeah. Self-employed, you gotta be there. You gotta be business there. Business owner, you know, you don't you can be on vacation and your business when is still generating revenue. Uh, but one of the things I would say that I did very early on um, in my 20s was insurance. Okay. Yes, I started doing insurance and I still do insurance because um, that was one of the first big money tickets that I saw. Like, you know how much money I could make doing it and it's legal and it's, you know. So I. Um, what type of insurance do you do? I started, I do life, I do health, I do property casualty. Big, whatever, you know, I got licensed all the way across the board. He's saying, she's strapped up with <laughs> So, would you, you also have a host of digital media skills as well, right? Yes, I have done digital marketing. I've gotten paid to do digital marketing. I'm pretty good at it. It's just very time consuming. So, 
it's hard enough for me to run my own platform and unless I have a team, it's really, really hard to run mine and other people's and in most cases when I've taken on people digital platforms, it was also other aspects of their business. Mm -hmm. So I can't even focus on mine <laughs> Now your name was in the news a lot. Uh this is a segue from digital media. Your name was in the news a lot during the mayoral race in April. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you all are familiar with it, but uh, Ms. Tose was providing digital marketing services for a candidate. I was providing every, I was providing speech writing, I was providing um, pretty much anything communication-based wise mm -hmm. uh, because of the demographic and making sure that the message that you want to be heard is actually portrayed to the audience. The yes. specific audience. The specific demographics, yes. Uh, are we naming the candidate? Everybody no. knows it. We're not naming the candidate. Not that particular candidate. Um, we can speak about other candidates, but with that particular situation, there are confidentiality agreements okay. in place that um, I have to respect. You can't speak on every level. I can speak on certain things, I just can't say. I prefer <laughs> not to say their name. Everybody knows who there are, so there's no point in. So if somebody brought up snatching wigs or anything like that, that would be against you. Well, that wasn't necessarily what it was, and so um, break it down to me from what you can. Okay, so what I can I can really talk about is what led up to certain things. Okay. Um. So I was full fledged needy in campaign mode. Mm -hmm. Um. And. I had a family situation and it like was an all hell broke loose type thing and I ended up having to get stitches on my ankle mm. which really put me in a position that I couldn't do as much as I was doing. Right. Um, but being that this is politics, there are a lot of snakes in the grass and um, there was a particular snake, I'll just say Jody, and mm -hmm. that particular snake. Um, Not me, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to, I mean, that's just an easy name. I'll pick another name. Oh. <laughs> we, thought you, we thought you were talking about Jody. Yeah. Um, I'll, okay. Uh, Kobe. No. Jane Doe. Yeah. Okay. okay. So we'll say Jane Doe. Jane Doe, whoever. So Jane Doe um, had spoken to me the previous year about being in their camp. Okay. For the same race. Okay. And it didn't work out. And so when I ended up in the other camp, that person was basically told that person. Jado basically was saying that the reason why I couldn't perform was because I was snaking them. Like mm -hmm. I was playing in games in the Shuckways camp. I could say his name. They went and spread the rumors saying that I was going behind that person's back and playing in Shuckways camp mm -hmm. and going to sabotage. Mm -hmm. So that's the role that Jado played. So by the time I was made aware of certain things, because again, I I got the stitches. <laughs> yeah. So my mother was kind of like, you got to slow down because you need your leg, right? Mm -hmm. You can't stay on it. You got to stay off of it. You can't be making, you know, basically running crazy. Right, right, right. And um, so that miscommunication happened. And so that person began to try and sabotage me because they were under that impression. 
And so Jane Doe knew that person years, many, many years prior to me. Mm -hmm. And um, whatever they were saying, it stuck. And um, believe it or not, there's, we have never, we haven't even cleared everything up. This podcast might clear a lot of stuff up. It's we hope so. Um, but I never intended ever to have that situation happen or for things to escalate like that. Um, I hate that I conducted myself in that manner despite what the other person or the other people were doing because you know, that's not really me. Mm -hmm. You know, I got a street side, but if we gonna go to street side, I'm gonna be all the way street. It's right. not gonna be half professional. Like, I don't right. know blurred lines. And so that um, was was crazy. But the thing was, a lot of people didn't want her working with me. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people didn't want me working with her. Um, people like to pretend like racism and racial divides don't exist, but they do. Oh, they do. And we had basically took a vow that we wouldn't allow the racial lines, separations, and all of that to play a role, but in the end, it did. It, came out. it played a major role. Well, I appreciate you uh, taking accountability for your part. Sometimes people can get us out of character. And I haven't been there many a time, <laughs> you know, throwing chairs, radio. But that's how I go sometimes, especially in the world of politics. That's why I don't know if I can ever be involved. But what you doing professional work for a politician, does your personal values, like who you will vote for in a particular race, determine who you work for? No. You keep it completely This sick. is about money. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's about money. Uh, now, am I careful about making sure that I don't um, fuel the wrong fire? Yes, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, if a person is paying me to help them strategize or paying me to help them run social media, paying me to help event coordinate or whatever the case might be, I'm still going to do it the job because that's a reflection of me, not my personal mm -hmm. opinions or political views. Well, uh, we hope that situation gets settled 100%. Uh, oh. The charges have been dropped, right, from both sides? Okay, yes, so <laughs> the the situation, yes, has been basically smoothed out on each side, but for me, of course, there was still some backlash and some feedback. So mm. there was a situation that I had that was years and years old, that was snatched to the forefront. Mm -hmm. And I was basically propositioned, because this is the thing, that I I had pissed some other people off. Okay. Right, some other, you know, political people, <laughs> some other um, wealthy uh, white people, if you want to call them. Because <laughs> that's what they, they are, that's who runs our state. So I, 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 I kind of, Pissed the state of Mississippi off. These and um, on several occasions, and not because I was doing anything wrong. It's just you know, people. We in 2022, but you already know. So there's a certain level of cooperation that they expect, mm -hmm. and I'm not really that cooperative. Um, I'm not. Book the system. <laughs> yeah, and so. It was brought back to the forefront, and they basically propositioned me with um, probation or life in prison. What the hell? The hell you do? 
it wasn't about what I did. It was about who I upset. And so I I started getting calls from things that were anything in the past, oh. from any county, anywhere, anything. That was just calling me, calling me, calling me. And so um, I basically had to say, okay, well, fine. Take probation. I, I had to take it. I had to take it. And so, I'm currently. <laughs> oh man, well, I'm glad you're still here with us and not walking the green mile. Cause oh, yeah, I would have made it out. I you must have been in them streets like a chat or gangster bull or something. No, it's not necessarily that. It's really um, one of those situations where you know how the state can pick something up. <laughs> it doesn't matter if nobody wants to be involved, gotcha. you know, and with me, it arriving, I, like, I was threatened, I was told, you know, we're going to get, like, <laughs> so when things fell down, they fell down, and I didn't fall down per se, but, you know, you can't pass the lick and not think that it's not going to be anything that comes behind it, so I'm one of those people. If that came behind it, then that's what it is. Mm. About that big. Now, let's uh, transition a little bit from that. Is that part of the reason why you hate white America? I know that was the book was written six years prior to this last incident, but in, in the book you talk about uh, the ideology of black on black crime and uh, how the laws are structured to favor white America and how that's all kind of backfired in our face or it was never meant for us to win in the first place. Like, why do you hate white America? Well, the word hate has been used as an aggravation word. Mm -hmm. It's not a, a harsh way of saying it, but do I hate the system that has been created for my people? You're damn right. Mm -hmm. There's no way I could love it. There's no way I could like it or kind of know. I hate it because it creates generational chaos in my community. And I have children that have to grow up in it. And the state of Mississippi is one of the prime examples of where it even originated. Mm -hmm. So I can't pretend as if things aren't as they are. You more Malcolm X than Martin Luther? Believe it or not, I'm neither. Mm -hmm. I disagree with certain things that they both spoke about. Um, I, I'm if I had to choose, it would be more W.E.B. Du Bois. Okay. Um, but you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, well, he started in the NAACP. Well, he left it too, so that tells you something." Mm -hmm. But um, maybe a little more Marcus Garvey. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not really the biggest fan of. Not that I don't know and learn, but if I had to pick, I don't know, follow either one of them. You, uh, I always have this argument with some of my friends, because, well, if they understand my context, they understand where I'm coming from. I said segregation was the most, uh, kind of like time of renaissance or uplifting of the black community when we had to fend for ourselves. It was separate, unequal, but we were establishing civilizations of our own, uh, our own communities, our own bus lines, even though yeah. they had Jim Crow existing. Uh, but Martin Luther King fought so much to bring everybody together. And I understand the equal equality aspect of it, but do you think that 
Or do you even are you pro segregation or you don't hate them like that where you want? I I honestly, um, for one, I'm freedom of speech and place to go for everybody. Um, I believe that if no matter whether you prefer a person or not, you treat them as they are somebody, no matter who they are. Um, but I, I'm pro segregation um, because you know what people don't understand about Martin Luther King was. When he started talking about equality, he was talking about economical equality, mm-hmm. not necessarily the physical, you know, you know, if we do a service, if we provide this, if we provide that, pay us the way that you're paid. That's it. And that's where some of the lines get blurred. And when he really started pushing for that, he got killed because that financial equality was what made white people begin to follow him. Because a lot of poor white people were dealing with the same thing. Well, you from this part of town. Well, your folks this way, your folks that. So we're going to discriminate against you. You just is segregated. You might not go over there and live with the black people, but you can't go over there and live with upscale white people either. So when you look at some of the divide, it wasn't just always black and white. People forget about other communities and people who didn't come here per se because they wanted to, refugees, whatever the case might be, that were all facing that. So um, sometimes people get Martin King caught up with just, oh, well, he was doing it for black people. He was really more for all people. I just didn't like the non-violence thing. Right, That's right, where right, he right. lost me at. I agree. Same here, same here. We're going to bust your head. Each of the City Podcast, we got Ashley Tosay in with us. Did you get any uh, backlash from writing the book? From either side? Um, I did. I did. I did. I did. So I had black people who were so, they've been so mentally manipulated that the, the idea of saying the title of my book out loud scares them. I had an old lady tell me, I wouldn't read it, I couldn't read it because, oh, it's just, I'm like, what is, you can read all this other crap, all this fake news, all this sex books and all this other stuff, but then the idea of the oppressor, so to speak, it just scares you. Um, I had, I did a major media campaign where I got publicists and different things like that. So I made quite a few. <laughs> I bet you put your publicists through hell. I, I actually fired them at one <laughs> It's so funny that you say that. Well, because he couldn't separate, you know, he couldn't separate his personal feelings from what he assumed my book was about, because I know he can read it. And he was continuing to write things in a way that I didn't like. So I'm like, you know what? I wrote my own press release. I wrote some of my own back to writing. <laughs> I ended up writing a bunch of my own stuff. But I just faced a lot of people who I was featured on radio shows where they were trying to get me to say all kind of racist things or double back on what I said. Um, it's just, it's been a lot. So most of the time, I don't. Tell people I'm a published author. Mm-hmm. They don't even know. They, don't, you know, um, some people do, but it's it's like published author is not. You treat me who has how you think I am. Because sometimes people, are, well, I'm a published author. I'm an accountant. I'm a financial advisor, which I am all of those things. It makes people kind of, you know, treat you one way. No, I'm nobody. Now, how are you going to treat me? So that's kind of how I carry myself. That's well, if my audience don't know nothing else about you, they know you outspoken. Uh, I kind of want to jump off tangent a little bit. Um, 
we got Jackson Independent Music Week starting this week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was following your page mm-hmm. and you had a live on there. Uh, I couldn't really decipher what you were talking about, but I know you were speaking about the festival. Mm-hmm. What's going on with that? Well, basically, all I was saying is this. Everybody wants to talk about bringing Jackson together and supporting one another, but if a person does something similar to you or sees something that you're doing and they say, dang, I think I could do better. You know, somebody could watch your podcast and say, man, I think I could do me a podcast, and they do them a podcast next week. Would you be upset about that? No. Okay, so that was my thing. Give everybody the space to be who and do what they want as long as they're not stepping on your toes, per se. I, don't, I ain't following you. So if, but not have nobody else call another event, Jackson Indie Music Week. Well, this is the thing. Indie music, again, is just a category. That's not, right. that's not something that one person owns. Agreed. Jackson is a location. Right. So, I mean. Oh, you saying if you want to do branding <laughs> indie music, we I mean, whatever. It's, oh. You have that option. You can do those things. But somebody's saying you can't. Well, no, it's not necessarily that. That's, this is what I think. That's something called intellectual property, and then it's something I'm just copying what you see somebody do. Right. So if your intellectual property is not at stake, then you really shouldn't be tripping about anything. So if a person says they're going to start a podcast because you saw one, but then they don't try to copy and exactly duplicate the exact same thing, then what are you tripping about? You know, I'm on a podcast out of California. I've been doing it for years, but... That doesn't mean that I can say, oh, well, his podcast is... No. Okay. I, you see, I'm here. I see what you're saying. Well, what do you think I should do if somebody started a podcast called Key to the Streets or Key to the State? What do you think this Keep too doing close? what you're doing. Don't even trip. Right, because look at... So you got Gucci, and they got people in China making fake bags all day. You know, you got people making imitation in everything in this world. So you can't worry about that. As long as your content is there, your audience is there, you doing what you do. You just worrying about somebody else. I, you know how many people I've had copy me? Like seriously, do you know how many people have stole my idea? This is a girl right now. I even had people just thought I say, like, I want to be like you. <laughs> like, you know, so if I get mad, and I've gotten mad a few times, I've had party promoters steal my ideas, but uh, after we spoke about us doing it together. Okay. You know, I've had people create um, the when the whole, the people came to do the reality show. The bills? Yeah, well, they was about to try to say the Jackson Socialites or something like that, and I was like, oh, hold on. Um, I've had to send almost cease and desist orders to people like, but that was because that was my intellectual property. Yeah. But a lot of things, no, I've have done things for people they said they're gonna pay me, they ain't paying nothing, and then they run off and now they plaster and they stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. I've had people start their businesses, you know, and giving them ideas just for free, just here, this is what you can do, this is how you can grow. So for me to get all caught up about something like that, especially if you are creative as you say you are. It's plenty more where that came from. I'm glad you brought up the social life. Jackson Social Life group. Yeah, Jackson, Jackson Social Life Club. Yes. 
Tell us more about that. When you founded it, what was the purpose of it? So the purpose of the Jackson Socialite Club was because people were saying there was nothing to do with Jackson. And in addition to that, I was promoting my book at the time. And I was getting invited to everything. Everything. And I'm like, there's no way I can make it to all of this stuff. So I started the Jackson Socialite Club to promote those events, especially the ones I come back to. Like, I couldn't come. But I shared it, I created a platform for everybody to share, 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 do what they're gonna do. And it's evolved, uh, it's actual organization now um, that I'm trying to, well, I'm not gonna It's a nonprofit, right? It is a nonprofit, but it's a social club. Okay. So um, basically, if you're not a member, <laughs> you're not invited. Um, I am gonna do some type of some non member things or if you're a member you get to rank one or two people, but I wanna start doing some really like exclusive events and I everybody can come. I mean it's for men and women? It's yes, it's for men and women. Um I'm working on some big sponsors because I want it to be where mostly business owners come to have a good time, to brainstorm. Um, I want to start back doing the classes where we do talk about marketing, traditional and digital, um, where we talk about strategizing, project management, different things like that that people need to talk about but don't understand what's wrong, what's, what's going wrong with their business. It's because your project management skills, your time management skills, you might really do need to hire somebody. You know, you may need to redo what you're doing online, you may need to relaunch, rebrand. It all depends. So I want to create a space for that. I want the first real Black Wall Street to be here. It'll be the second one. Well, here it'll be the first. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> you ain't gonna burn this one down. No, I ain't gonna burn it down. Before we get out of here, what do you want my kin folks to know about Ashley Tosay? Who is she? Have we heard any misconceptions? Are we perceiving the wrong based off these news articles and life sentences and <laughs> <laughs> now now you laughing. Now you that's laughing. a serious situation. I apologize. But it's serious, but I'm gonna show you something. And I decided to to tell everybody here, because when y'all see me out, because I've been I've been dressed in a certain type of way because of, of, of a certain embarrassment that I have. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. They even put. Oh Lord! They put out the They put a monitor on me. Y'all see that? A legit monitor on me. Okay. Oh, they they want to know what Ashley Toast is doing. So if you want to know anything about Ashley Toast, know that Toast or Toast Toast Well. Oh, here we go. So. <laughs> Ashley, some people know me as Ashley Tosa, especially people from school. Okay. You know, they all they made fun of my last name. They made fun of me every day. Um, I got to fight about my last name. So the correct pronunciation is Tosa, but a lot of people, hey, that's you know, I'm just still known as that. So Ashley Tosa, Ashley Tosa, I am married. So I actually have a legal married last name that don't nobody even know, which mm. is still none of y'all business. <laughs> <laughs> right, but um, if they want to know something about me, it's just I stand on what I believe in, and sometimes I have stood alone, and I don't mind it. Mm -hmm. um, I've dealt with the backlash of it. I don't mind it. People say things about me. People talk about me. Again, I don't mind it because on average, I have fifteen to 20,000 people as traffic through my group, so if I'm not doing something right, 
uh, somebody tell me because I monitor, I watch the state, the, 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 the government, everybody wants to know what I'm doing, where I'm at. So now I get the IG name. At Jackson's Most Wanted. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Jackson's Most Wanted. But um, I've been through a lot, and people would not even believe half of it. But, you know, I still love my city. I love the state of Mississippi. Mississippi is a very beautiful place, and I don't intend on leaving. I don't intend on being right now. I'm going to continue to stand on what I believe in. But I am going to take a step back and let some of my people wiggle in the wind because you know you try to be a safety net for people and they don't want to learn mm -hmm. but in the coming times it's gonna get bad oh yeah believe that it's gonna get bad well i just want to say that we support you here keep to the city man and we're not gonna let them people run you out like that and uh, they gave you a heavy duty bitch too. Oh yeah, I got. I'm trying to work on getting another one, but I was just like, you know, I don't want to kick up because the, the, the believe it or not. So I checked in for the first time because uh, this has all been recent. Like this is recent. Mm. Like I just got this. <laughs> it's just amazing. I've never seen one so up close to first. <laughs> I just got this, and so that's why I said like uh, the guy because I stayed in the house like all month. It was cold anyway. And he was like, I thought you had took it off and put it on the dog. I was like, what? He was like, you don't, <laughs> you don't go anywhere. For what? what? Where am I going with this on my leg? Right? But at the same time, I got a lot of stuff I got to do. Um, and I can't keep trying to cover this thing up. I've been doing a great job. Well, you don't seem like the type that... Um is embarrassed about who they are or what they've been through. But well, I don't want the looks and the stares and the questions and the, well, the it thing was, might snap and you be in the news again. No, I'm not gonna snap. Um, she, she she hit me. That's why I snapped. But what? anyway, yeah. So that was a, a actual a physical. Yeah, that's why everything was kind of settled out because I was not the aggressor. I was just mm. responded. Um, but it's I know that people you know know me and. You know, and they know what I do, but I just never expected to ever have something like this happen to me. Um, so now, going into 2022, I'm like, it is what it is, but it's, it's not cute. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it ain't the flyest thing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you wear all black and something. No, I, I just, I'm just gonna wear it. Well, hey, it's a part of your story, and we all got one. Everybody just ain't got no bracelet. That's the only <laughs> thing. I'm serious. Everybody just ain't got no bracelet. What else can be publicly seen and talked about? So don't let that discourage you. This is your life, and uh, you continue to live it. And you continue to stand up for what you believe in, whether they agree with it or not. That's what I would say, and that's what I support. And uh, we behind the queen. You continue to fight for your right. And uh, we're going to support you here at the podcast. We appreciate you choosing our platform uh, to speak your mind. You're going to speak your mind on any platform. Uh, but how can well, I... I haven't said this on my own platform. Mm. So my <laughs> how can my Kim folks keep up with you? Follow you? Follow the Social Life Club? Um, so it's the Jackson Social Life Club on Facebook. Um, more information website that's coming soon. 
Uh, you can follow me on my page, but I really don't like new friends, so. Oh my God. I mean, come on okay. now. 2022, I need you to be more. Okay, functional. I'm, I'm okay. Well, That's what we're gonna work. Yes, okay. And you can follow me on Instagram. Um, I don't be on there that much, but hey, follow me anyway. Jackson's most wanted. <laughs> yeah, and Jackson's most wanted. Um, but I do have a Jackson Socialite Club page as well. Um, and that's the page that I want to start just helping people push their business. I'm all about other businesses. So if you do have any type of real questions or need help with anything when it comes to your business, feel free to reach out to me. It's not free, but feel free to reach out mm. to me. Y'all check out, support, join, like, share, comment, whatever you decide. This has been a outstanding episode of Key to the City Podcast. I'm going to uh, repurpose the video, put it out uh, on the other platforms, YouTube, IG. So y'all be looking for it later on today or tonight. And uh, you getting out this week? For the end of the week? Or you boycotting? I'm not boycotting it. Um, I, like I said, I'm pressed, honestly, at this point. Uh, I can go anywhere and, and, you know, take through the stories. But I would have liked the invitation um, to it. You know, and so I'm not necessarily boycotting it, but if I go, I would go as press, not to really enjoy it, but to capture mm-hmm. everybody having a good time and showcasing Jackson's talent. Well, hopefully I see you out. Up until you. I see you out there somewhere. <laughs> he wants to come. <laughs> I'll come with my bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all come check the bracelet out in person. All your questions, you know what I'm saying, but we're gonna limit your questions. I am gonna be her press security, so don't be approaching her like that, all right? Uh, but yeah, we thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of Key to the City podcast. She has been our wonderful guest, Ashley Tose or Toast, depending on where you know it from, right? And uh